0: If you want to contact me, or if you want me to read something, or even if you just have any questions about myself or the book, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. Chapter 17, Wings of Fire, The Brightest Night. Hmm, Stone Mover said, studying her expression. You did know. You know it's fake. "'Well, I've heard that,' Sunny said. "'The walls fell as if they were tilting in toward her. "'She curled her claws and twitched her tail, avoiding his eyes. "'That's what Mardisier said. "'But why should we trust him?' "'Stone Mover managed to look faintly amused. "'Mardisier wouldn't make him- himself seem any less powerful "'if he could ever avoid it. "'He must have been forced to tell you the truth for some reason.' He was manipulating us like always, Sunny said, said. But just because I don't like him doesn't mean the prophecy couldn't be real. Oh, little dragon, Stone Mover said, and she felt she got the feeling he'd already forgotten her name. I promise you the prophecy's not real. I was there when they came up with it. I was also then when the Nightwing scribes were ordered to write more about our so called powers, building that map in every scroll, every story. Queen Battle Winner planned that carefully, but no Nightwing has had any power to see the future or read minds in over a hundred years. If anyone ever did, that is the truth. She wanted to throw things and yell like her mother did when she was angry. Nightwings, she growled. You guys make it really hard to like you. Why are you telling me this? You obviously haven't told the Talons or everyone would know. Because I suspect I'm dying, he said with a dry cough, and someone should know. If not my daughter, then who? Well, hooray, Sunny said. Lucky me. She tucked her tail around her talons and hunched her wings. After a moment, she said, really, are you dying? I'm always dying, he said, which also made Sunny want to poke him in the nose. She honestly had no idea why her mother ever liked this dragon. Well, at least he's telling me the truth. That's more than I can say for most of the grown-up dragons I've ever known. She tried to push down the bitterness she felt about Nightwings and all their lies. She tried to look at just Stoneweaver, her father, and see him as his own dragon, not one of his tribe. He's really sad, she thought. Imagine if I had been born with animus powers in a terrible place like the Nightwing Island. The queen must have used him. For the moment, they found out what he could do. He never had a choice about what to do with his life. Maybe no one does. Even though I want to end the war so badly, maybe there's nothing I can do. The prophecy re- was really fake. Her life was a lie. She was really not special, and she really not. She was not destined to save the world. She looked at her father, whose eyes had closed. His breath was starting to slow down, as if he were falling asleep again. Can I stay here the night? She asked. Please do, he said quietly. Sunny blew out the torch and curled up on a ball in the warmest corner of the cave, across from stone Mover's petrified scales. She rested her chin on her front towns, feeling, feeling like her own scales were made of stone too, heavy and exhausted to look around. She wished she could wake up back under in the cave under the moon two months ago, before any of this had happened when she still believed in the prophecy, their destiny, a wonderful future, and a perfect parent waiting out there for them all. Her eyes closed, and her sadness drifted away into sleep. Sunny was back in the stronghold, wandering through Byrne's weirdling collection, except instead of a term, and become an endless maze of increasingly creepy oddities. Every time she turned a coronal, a new, disturbed, Every time she turned a corner, a new disturbing thing lurched toward her. She realized Flower was sitting on her shoulder, holding onto her neck like one of those poor sloths, and chatting quietly to herself. This was comforting only for a moment, and then a headless gray dragon suddenly loomed out of the shadow doorway, tottering at her and splattering blood from its claws. Sunny leapt aside, pressing her back against the wall. She closed her eyes. Stop. Stop! Don't be scared. That's, this is just a dream. You're safe now, far, far away from Burn. She imagined the bright, rolling sands of the desert, trying to change her dream surroundings by force of will. After a few moments, she felt the warmth of sunlight on her face, and she opened her eyes. And I've worked. She was staying on a desert sand, and right in front of her was a scavenger. Sunny started back with a yelp of surprise, and so did the scavenger. But it didn't turn and run, and didn't scream. It just stood there, blinked at her with enormous brown eyes. She reached up to her, to her shoulder. Flower was still there. The scavenger in front of her was not Flower. Sunny had never seen it before. Oh, Sunny thought it so cute. She guessed it was a female like Flower. Although this one seemed smaller and younger. Seeing Flower, that's probably why she was dreaming about scavengers. Although it was surprising to dream up one she'd never seen before. A long, dark mane flowed around from the scavenger's head down the middle of her back. She had the same adorable nose and monkey features as Smaller's pet, including the long, thin, clever paws with no claws on the end. Sunny tilted her head at the scavenger's paw. Wait, she was holding something, something about the size of an orange, which caught the desert sunlight with a shimmer of blue. While Starfleck had been had been trapped with the Nightwings, he found a way to communicate with his friends by dropping into their dreams using an old animus touch sapphire called a Dream Visitor. Apparently, there were three of them out there in the world somewhere, and he had found one of the Nightwing Island. Glory had explained it to Sunny and Clay and Tsunami, rolling her eyes as if she couldn't believe they'd forgotten that one sentence in that one scroll they'd studied years ago. Sometimes she, she could be as bad as Starflight, although nobody would ever dare to tell her that. Some Sunnies took a step toward the scavenger, but she didn't even flinch back, and said she took a step toward Sunny, holding out her free paw. She pointed at Flower and chattered something. Am I dream- not dreaming? Is this real? Could a scavenger possibly have a dream visitor? How would have gotten a dragon jewel like that? She inhaled sharply, flaring her wings. The only possible way, by stealing it from the Queen of the Sammies, twenty years ago. ''Where did you get that?'' she asked, flicking her tail at the jewel in the scavenger's paw. The scavenger looked down at the dream visitor. Her eyes widened, and the desert sand behind her suddenly went blurry. Sunny caught a glimpse of black shapes around her, towering against a black line of trees and moonlight. With a muffled yell, the scavenger gave Sunny a fierce look, clutched the sapphire to her chest, and vanished. ''Wait!'' Sunny shouted. ''I need that treasure!'' She pounced on the spot where the scavenger had been, digging frantically in the sand, but of course it was gone, popping out of her dream as abruptly as it had popped in. And then there was no way to get her back. The scavenger was the one who had the dream visitor, and therefore controlled where she went and who she saw. But why would she visit me? And how? I thought you could only visit the dreams of dragons you've met before, or seen. She must have seen me somewhere, sometime when we were travelling around Pyria, although I'm not sure I didn't I'm not sure I s- Although I'm sure I didn't see her. Tiny sat down, sweeping her claws to the sand. So I can, I, if I can figure it out, maybe I can find her and then the stolen salmon treasure. She closed her eyes and concentrated, trying to bring back those blurry dark shapes that she glimpsed behind the scavenger just a moment before. They looked familiar. And there had been trees, too, so it wasn't the kingdom of the sea or the sky kingdom. Were there scavengers in the rainforest? Trees didn't look tall enough. Sunny's eyes snapped open, a forest between the mountain and the desert, where I saw the ruins of the old scavenger den. The little scavenger was in the ruins, which means I know where to start looking.